And we are here. It is Friday motherfucking night. A little later than I wanted to, but I think it's perfect. It's almost midnight for this Havoc Bliss after dark. We got a good, good, good podcast slash talk show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about a Quite a few things, actually, and we also had, I also had a very exciting thing happen to me today, so I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to be talking about higher vibrations, the paranormal, and much, much more uh, about intermission, a little bit, about an hour and a half. I will go grab some things like I was talking about on last, or the previous show, and I'll be showing you a little more stuff and a little more in-depth things about being a dom and a sub and some personal things that I have and I use. So if you want to get an idea of the sick twisted thoughts that go through my motherfucking brain, now is your chance. <laughs> this is Having Bliss After Dark and we have a good one for you tonight. <laughs> I actually look really forward looking forward to Friday. That didn't make sense, but you know what I mean. I look forward to Fridays. And so should you. Boo, boo, boo. Okay. So, now that we got the intro out of the way, let's dive deep into the subconscious consciousness of our reality consciousness. It's a consciousness inception of multiple things. What does that mean? Absolutely fucking nothing. Okay, so uh, one of the things I'm going to be talking about tonight is uh, vibrations. The vibration level that we are at, that you're at, and possibly... If it's real, which I think it's real, and I believe it's real, with the power of thought, meditation, and understanding how you think, it's possible to raise your vibration level from what it is now to another one that could be slightly higher or extremely higher, depending on how how much thought or energy you put into it and pretty much like if you believe that it actually does something. And I, I know that doesn't make sense, but it will. It will make sense as we dive into that vibration level. Another thing that we're going to talk about is the paranormal. Um, we did hit a lot about the Skinwalker Ranch, but now I want to. We're going to be talking about ghosts, um, which also kind of goes into the whole vibration level because they vib everything vibrates, guys. That's why I have my notification that says, "Did you know that I vibrate?" Because I do, you do, everything that we interact vibrates at a certain frequency. We can prove this scientifically. Atoms, electrons. Everything vibrates. Um, the colder it is, um, the less they vibrate. How that translates to your consciousness, it would be um, 
So let's say you're not happy and you're like kind of depressed or whatever. So that would mean that you vibrate at a lower frequency. And by that, I mean, if you, we're going to, we'll go into a little bit of what I mean by frequency. So think of a sine wave. And I did mention this a little bit before on a previous show, but this fits right into what I'm talking about. So a sine wave goes like this. Nice and easy, nice and easy, okay? And with that, if you vibrate at a lower frequency, all that means is the amount, let's say you have, so the width of my camera, bam, right here, okay? So your frequency, you all, you all know what hertz is, right? So you have your monitors like 60 hertz or something like that, you know what I mean? So... All the lower frequency means is it within a given space, uh, the sine wave goes up and down like this less times because it's a lower frequency, so it's a lower hertz. As you start to meditate and really get in and start losing some of the some of the other aspects of things, you start to vibrate at a higher frequency now. When I say vibrate, I'm not talking about you're physically vibrating because that's that's not what I'm talking about. It's um, how do I say this? The vibration level is it's a real, tangible vibration, but it's metaphorical and literal. Okay, because I'm you're not gonna I'm not gonna be sitting here and raise my vibration level and then. I'm not going to be shaking in front of you. All it is is that my... So, before we get into... Well, no, that's not before. So, the vibration level is determined by a couple of things. Uh, the main way um, that you project a vibration is from your heart. Okay? Because your heart pulses, right? You have electricity pulsing through your body. So the main two generating sources on your body for vibration level is your heart and your brain. The highest level of vibration that you can have comes from your heart. So when you raise your vibration level, it does a couple of things. Um, I'm going to bring up a thing on here for you guys to see. 3D paint. Let me pop this up. New. Okay. I'm going to bring this up for you guys. Let me go over to here. Okay. So this is what I'm talking about. Let me get a 3D shape. Let me get a sphere. Okay. So we all start out. Let's say we're vibrating. I'm just going to make a guess. Okay. Um, let me... I'm going to make a, I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to do a line across here. Bam. Now I'm going to do, I'm going to click here. Yep, that's good. I'm going to do another line. I'm not going to draw a lot of this because I want to, I want to get through this quick. Actually not quick, but. So bear with me. These are going to represent frequency levels, okay? So these are the vibration levels that we vibrate on. And obviously there's more than this. There's an infinite number up and infinite number down, okay? So let's say this is you right here. Bam. 
we're going to start off right here. Okay, so this is us right here. So when we vibrate at this frequency, I'm going to put the sphere. Bam. So this is us right here. Okay. So when we vibrate at this frequency, this is us. Picture your heart being a little, being this. Okay. So inside this sphere, you have your heart right there. And then for this purposes, we'll have your brain. Bam. So this is your sphere of influence. Does that make sense? So you have your heart and your brain, which are the two things that emit the vibrations, i.e. do frequency. So we'll do this. I'm going to put this text here. I don't want it that big. We're going to drop this sucker down to 18. And we'll say that this is 12 hertz. Okay. No, this is not accurate. I'm, I'm just throwing out some numbers so we can get this ball rolling. Okay. So we start here at 12 hertz. Okay. This is, this is, our, this is where me and you are starting for right now. Is this accurate? No, but this is a good representation. So 12 hertz. Our heart, see how it's putting off more energy than our, than our brain? That's how it is in real life too. Our heart puts out a bigger magnetic field because that's the basis and center point of our chakra. Okay. And then we have our brain. This sphere is the frequency that we put out, if that makes sense. Okay, so as we walk at this level of frequency, uh, let me pull, let me get a shape, let me get an arrow, let me put this here, let me make it a little smaller, bam, we got that. I'm going to put one over here, I'm going to rotate it, 90 here so you get the point okay i'm not going to do the i'm not going to do the other ones so you have this radiating all around okay the sphere is your center point this is where it starts this is your sphere this radiates from you out a certain distance and I can't put it where I want to so this picture the sphere this sphere yeah hey look I can't move it yeah never mind so we gonna we gonna move it bam so this picture the sphere right here radiating and then from you you have this that comes from you that's your sphere of influence. So as you walk, right, picture this. Me and you are walking. So you got this right now, right? Let me pop over to here. Good. So think of what I drew and think about that. As you walk and you're walking and you're walking, you're walking, you have this picture like a bubble of like a magnetic field. So you know how the earth has a magnetic field over it like the ozone? So picture that around you. As you walk, you have this that that radiates from your body, depending on how strong or how weak or whatever you you put this from your body. It could go 
a couple inches from you or you go a couple feet from you. That is what they call your sphere of influence. As you walk and you interact towards people, you have the ability to kind of affect the mood of other people around you. Now, if you don't believe me, I want you to try this. Meditate for like five minutes max, okay? Because you don't want to do any more than that because they say you can get addicted to the, the euphoric feeling of meditation, which I've meditated successfully like a couple times, and it really is like this real, like really cool feeling. But meditate for like five minutes, and what I want you to do is when you meditate, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to sit cross-legged or however comfortable you can, your back nice and straight. And then I want you in your brain kind of to repeat this. Um, I want you to repeat, there is no right or wrong. There's only lessons and teachers. Okay? So when that means that when you make a mistake or you did something bad that label doesn't technically exist okay there was a situation that happened you did something to cause an effect and you learned from it everybody is a teacher every situation in life is a teacher how we react what we do with it is on us but it's a lesson that we learn doesn't mean that it's bad obviously if you kill somebody that's morally subjective and wrong Okay, that goes without saying, all right? But even then, that's morally wrong because society as a whole says that's bad and you shouldn't kill people, which I agree, you shouldn't do that. Okay, so you're going to repeat this in your head. Um, I'm not a bad person. There's no such thing as good or bad. There just is. So that's telling you, after you meditate on this, that uh, you're not bad, you're not good. You have done things... And you have learned things from yourself and from other people. Now, that doesn't take the responsibility of you cleaning up what you have done, but it does kind of change the fact um, that it doesn't label you and it doesn't stick with you. So after you do this, then think about this. Find that calm place. Think of like the most happiest memory that you have. Okay, like the most happy, most insane happy that you could possibly be. And then I want you to hold on to that. Bring it into your heart and feel that. Feel that joy and feel that love and it's that real good feeling, you know. Because you know what it felt like when you had that thing happen to you. It like filled you up and made you feel big. There's a reason why when you feel good, you feel bigger. That's because your sphere of influence grows and you have now bumped up into a higher frequency. So therefore, that sphere that I drew is a lot bigger. And then at the same time, there's a reason why when you feel sad and you feel depressed, people describe um, when they're sad and they're upset, they feel small, they feel little, they feel tiny. That's because that sphere of influence has shrunk. Because you dropped frequency and you're now resonating at a lower frequency Therefore, your sphere of influence is smaller. So hold on to that joy that you have and keep it in your heart. And then I want you to picture 
you irradiate radiating that joy from you and like a bubble so picture you have this sphere that goes about five feet around you and a perfect sphere all the way around you and all that sphere is is supreme happiness and joy now it's going to be hard if you don't if it's hard for you to visualize that just picture yourself inside you know those big balls that people put on and they run and they run into each other picture that around you but instead of air it's filled with that really good feeling from that memory that you had if that makes sense okay i've did i've done this before after i successfully meditated for the first time i got extremely happy because i let go of all the superstitions all this all the all the unnecessary bs that i had tagged onto myself because i thought i was a bad person because of the mistakes and stuff that i had made in the past and i'm here to tell you that shit does not define you as a person and you shouldn't let it define you as a person because it's wrong it's super wrong so once you find that peace Once you find that peace, it's awesome. So you're going to hold on to that hold on to that happy happy feeling, okay? So you hold on to that feeling. You make it radiate from you like a huge bubble of happiness is coming from you. And it's not like a la la la. It's not like this fucking crazy fucking uh thing that's just like maniacal happy it's just that real good feeling you know like when you walk in and you see your friend and they smile at you it's been a really long time that feeling okay now like i said before i've done this before and it was crazy i had people walking when they got close to me i would say you know i was in the military so i had to say like the proper greeting or whatever but after i would give the greeting I would start talking to these, like, a lot of them were officers and, like, staff, like, higher-up people that normally wouldn't give me the time of day. But I was having full-blown conversations with them, and they're like, I'm just, I was in a bad mood, now I'm just in a happy mood, I don't don't know. And they would tell me, like, I got stuck in the conversation with this captain over in Afghanistan. I say stuck, I thought it was really cool. Some dude I've never met before, I gave him the greeting of the day. But I feel like since he was in my sphere of influence and I had raised my vibration level to such an extent and actually pushed out this super happiness vibe, I, I got this whole life story. I can't tell you what the what the F it was about now because that was 10 years ago. But I, I sat there on the side of a road in Afghanistan on base and talked to this guy I've never met before for like 15 minutes. And it was totally chill. Um, when we were talking, it was just like two dudes that were had been friends for a long time. It was really weird. And then after that, I you know I I gave him the greeting of the day. He told me to have a really good day, and he walked away in like a good mood. And then I watched people's faces as I was walking. As I was walking, um, they as soon as they got within uh, like a proximity of me, I, you would see their their face change. It was really it was really cool to see that and I was like what the fuck's going on but now looking back at it it was because I I successfully held on to that happy feeling and I made a point in my head and this is the important part okay guys I made it a point that I was going to 
do my best to affect other people within my within my sphere and try to make them feel happy that and that's the key is the intent behind what you're trying to do okay because you can walk around happy all you want and smile because that shit's contagious it is it's naturally contagious and it's contagious because naturally when you smile and you laugh you raise yourself up higher frequency levels anyways so that already increases your sphere now put intent behind it where you are purposely going out of your way to affect other people's moods in a positive manner now it's not manipulation you're not gonna try to make them hurt themselves or anything like that because that be lowering your frequency is also affecting theirs as well Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, so we'll go back here. Boom. So remember this right here. As we start moving in this direction up. Let me put this arrow here so you guys can see it. As we start moving up to here and we'll, I'm just doing this for reference. Okay, guys. We're going to put this at like, we'll put this at 60 hertz. And we'll make it big. 60 hertz. Dun, 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 dun. Bam. It's not really 60 hertz, but I just want to make it a point that you know that down here is low because it's 12 and up here is high hertz. Once you get up into this level of frequency, your sphere of influence is big it's huge it's like this okay boom there's you we'll put you here again mink this is just for reference mink heart brain okay so for all intensive purposes man i need to trim my effing mustache just bothering the fuck out of me so i know these don't they're not the same size but just hear me out for this thing right now these are the same size okay this is you your heart and your mind chakra or your energy level vibrating at 60 60 hertz so just a higher vibration level your sphere of influence is gigantic okay um once you raise your frequency level up to here there's some crazy things that they believe that starts to happen okay so once you get up to that position well what they think can happen because it like it starts to do something with your brain and you start to unlock like your true potential so what happens is you start being able to manifest certain things like things that you you want to have manifesting in your life so let's say you want to be rich and you want to have this big house and all this car and stuff like that so there's people out there and there's studies and research into this thing um that said or say well, once you start doing this and you can visualize this and use your imagination to the point where you can no longer discern 
your imaginative thought of what it would look like if you had your dreams, like your dream house, your dream car. If you could like close your eyes and like you can be there and it looks no different than when your eyes are open because you are visualizing it so well, you can pull that reality to you. Now, I'm not saying you can sit on your ass and do nothing and just be a great visualizer and it's going to happen. No, you have to do some stuff to be able to have that happen. There, there are some requirements that you need to do. Okay? And it's really effing interesting um, some of the things that you need to do. Let me do, 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 do. I should have done this earlier, but I am trying to send this picture to myself so I could pull it up. There we go. Actual size. I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Okay. This goes into what I'm talking about now. Um, So I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, what the Freemason symbol is. You know, the little protractor with a G in it. Now, the G, I, I'm not a Freemason, so I, I'm not sure what the G actually stands for in the beginning. But later on, once you get super high into it, um, the G actually takes a more profound meaning, and you get to actually see what the fuck that's supposed to be. Um, let me do this. Right now, I am saving this. Where did I save that to? Let me save it again. Save picture. Desktop. Freemason. Bam. Okay. Bear with me, guys. I'm doing this right here. This is for you. Let me edit the image. Where's me crop? Doom. Boom. Save as a copy on the desktop. Sorry, guys. Yes. Okay, let me pull this up. Boom. Okay, so. The G stands for generative polarity. And what that means is what we use to create. So once you get your vibration moving in the correct this correct way in order to manifest what you want there are requirements that you must do and the requirements are these right here okay so the expression the first one is generator generative polarity is what we use to create now this translates into a positive a positive aspect okay so the first part of this part is love all right and no that's not like oh i love you baby mm -hmm, kiss my butthole no that has nothing to it's having love in your life is amazing and some of this is 
I, I learned some of this today, so don't give me, if you, like, that's not, that's not exactly how it's supposed to be. Fuck you, I understand that. Okay, so the love that it's talking about is consciousness. What does that mean? That's mean you are conscious and accepting of the things to come later during the expression, okay? So you're conscious and you're aware. The negative part of this aspect is fear. So the greatest hindrance to you moving up in frequency and you obtaining the life that you want and the life that you think you should deserve is fear. Fear is unconsciousness, meaning you are not open to what is around you and you are not open to what I'm talking about right now, the requirements to manifest what you want. The next level of expression is initiating expression. This is how it starts. This is knowledge. This is the acceptance of the truth. That means you have to go out there and you have to learn, okay? So you're gonna go out there and as you start learning, you start learning the truth, the real truth about the world and how the world operates, including the, the physical and the non-physical aspects of reality, meaning the consciousness, meaning the ability for your powerful human brain and your powerful being, which is you, the spirit, to be able to draw in, manifest, and create the future and the world that we want. If all the human beings said they really wanted peace and it wasn't just some phony-ass fucking expression that they're saying to fucking give lip service to everybody's dicks and they really wanted it, guess what? We'd have peace. You're like, well, no shit. Yes, but we would create it through love and knowledge. Now, the negative aspect of the second part is ignorance. That is refusal of the truth. Once you start learning, you either accept the true truth for what it is or you reject it when you reject it that's ignorance and guess what you're not meeting part of the requirement to manifest the life that you want does that make sense if it doesn't just let me know and i'll explain it. i'll try to explain it a little bit more so as right now love knowledge so love is the consciousness. The consciousness is being aware that you need to learn and accept the truths that are out there about like your being, your vibration level, what it is to manifest what you want, the power of creation that all human beings are, in, are born with, that we're inherited in, given by the divine. When I say the divine, I'm not talking about Jesus or anything like that. I'm talking about the universal divination meaning the powers that be out in the universe have granted human beings, and I'm pretty sure every other intellectual being that's out there in the universe, the power to create and manifest what we want or what we need if we fulfill the requirements that it asks for. The next form of expression is internal expression. So this is what happens inside of us. This is us being aware 
of who we are. And when I say that, who we actually are on the inside. The positive is sovereignty or the internal monarchy. So this means there is one king because those are Latin and Roman words that we smash together. That means one ruler. So inside of you is one ruler, which is you. And your sovereignty, which is what? <coughs> which is what? What you own, which is the knowledge, the love, and the power inside of you to create things that you want and manifest what you want. The negative of that is confusion, which is internal anarchy, meaning there's no order, there's no logic, because you're unconscious, meaning you're blindly going through life on autopilot, just doing whatever, whatever everybody's telling you to do. You refuse the truth that you have learned. So inside you're confused because you're in co internal conflict with each other. You have these thoughts, but your actions don't match up to your thoughts or vice versa. When you have sovereignty or the internal monarchy, you are in control of your internal expression. Meaning that what you do and what you say start to mirror each other in such a way to where you cannot distinguish what you think, what you say, and what you do because they're the same. Because you're doing all of those and you're no longer in conflict because you are what you say and what you do. Moving on. The next one is external expression. This is what happens in society. Okay, so there's a saying out there that says knowledge is power. Knowledge will set you free because guess what? The more you learn, the more you unlock your consciousness and the more power you get. So that's what that means is knowledge is freedom. Okay. Sovereignty, so liberty or liberty is a Latin expression, which means freedom. But what does it actually mean? That's why libre is in library, because guess what? That has knowledge. Knowledge is liberty or freedom. Knowledge will set you free. Think about that. It's written in plain sight. But the people that are in charge don't want you to know this. This is why this part, this, this is shit, is directly from like the Freemason handbook. Because they understand, once you get up higher, they understand the keys, i.e. the requirements that you need to manifest what the fuck you want. The negative of this is control, external monarchy. That is you handing over the keys to your sovereignty, to your freedom, to somebody else. And you sitting back unconscious and in ignorance of the truth and not doing anything about it. Not expanding your mind and learning what you need to learn to set you free and to get what you want. And if you look at that, that is happening all around you. 
all the time. All the time. And there's no escaping it if you do not go out and grab the knowledge and learn things. Because as you get more knowledge, you learn things to help you, also to help the world. And the more you know is the more useful you become and the more you will get paid and people will want what you have, i.e. what you can offer because you now you have a service and you can fill a need that the world needs. The last part of this, which is the final thing that happens once we do all the positive is manifestation. Once you have love, which is consciousness, once you have knowledge, which is acceptance of the truth that you learn through learning and getting knowledge, you gain sovereignty, which is boils down into what? You are yourself your own king, and kings aren't slaves. Kings are free. And you manifest, and it goes what? It turns, oop, sorry. It turns into order, and you manifested good. If you do not do the requirements, this other stuff is what happens. You remain unconscious. You're ignorant. There's confusion because you're in internal conflict with what you say and what you do and how you feel. Control belongs to someone other than you and other people or the, yeah, like media and stuff like that, control how you feel and dictate what you should think. And after that is chaos. Manifested evil. Now, I don't think that evil or the good or whatever, so get rid of those, get rid of those labels. But it's just to show you that without, and these are natural laws of expression. See what it says on top? This is, this is real shit. This is, people believe this, and the ancients believe this too. They just hit it so it wouldn't get destroyed because the people of power want this for themselves because they know that once they do all of these and they get all these requirements met, they can manifest anything that they want. But you have to do what is required. These are the requirements right here. And that is what? You must gain consciousness. You must seek knowledge. You must accept the truth that you learn through gaining your knowledge. Once you gain your knowledge, you gain your sovereignty, which is your internal monologue, because then your thoughts, your actions, and your feelings all resonate as one. Once you do that, you gain freedom. Once that happens, you create order because the things that you want is now aligned to the life that you want. And the life and the things that you want start to manifest for you once you meet the requirements. I hope that makes sense because this stuff, to me, is really cool, but also super important. And it's some this shit right here is stuff that was not... Explain to me. Now you can you can take that for like, well, who the fuck's this guy? Whatever. And that's that's fine. 
But I will say this. The worst fucking thing that can happen. Ooh, let me see. What is going on here? The worst thing that can happen, guys, is you do this and your life stays the same and nothing changed. And you can be like, well, that Havoc guy's a fucking piece of shit. He lies. That's the worst thing that can happen. Okay? The best thing that can happen is you give this 100% effort for a while. And then things start happening that you can't explain. The things that you want start manifesting themselves. And you start creating the life in the future that you want. Because you're fulfilling these requirements. If that were to happen, then you'd be like, oh shit. He was talking about shit that matters. Yeah, I was. And the only reason I'm sharing this is because I want to have you guys live the best fucking life that you guys can. 100%. That's all the fuck I want is for me to have a good life, be able to provide for my family, be able to have some nice shit, raise my raise my awareness and my consciousness, conscious level to a point where I can have my vibration at a higher level so that when I enter a room and then when I walk past people, it lifts their spirit and they're happier because I am there. And I'm doing this not out of being the ego or being conceited. I'm doing this because I really would like people to be happier. And if I can affect people's mood and make them happier just by being there because I've done the work, I've done the requirements, and this stuff is just happening around me because I'm doing what is required of me to have these things happen. And the byproduct of that is people around me are happier. I don't I don't see how that would be a negative thing. I don't see how that would be a bad fucking thing. I really fucking don't. So yeah, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. The best thing that happens is what? You get everything you ever fucking wanted and your dreams come true. So what, what is, to me, that is a win-win. Like, 100 fucking percent, a win-win. I don't know about you, but man, that would feel so fucking good. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna go on a limb and try this, try this out for, try this out right now and see what the fuck's going on. And then, and then guess what? You do it, and bam. Your whole fucking life changes. That'd be so fucking awesome. Like, why Why the fuck wouldn't you want to do it? I know I would. Like, it doesn't make no sense. But yeah, so. That's some of the stuff that I've been looking into, reading about, and watching... Like YouTube stuff about. This is what I do in the morning as I go to work. I could be listening to the music. Honestly, I listen to music at work while I'm working. It just helps pass the time. Because I can't concentrate on more important shit, I guess. Which would be like this kind of stuff. Um, so I was... Another thing about the vibration level. If you can't... If you can't... Um, do the visualization with the the happiness bubble and all of that. Um, there was a YouTube video that was talking about how to raise your vibration level by 
sitting there and what the fuck did it say? Let me let me try to remember. Man, it was right there and then I started talking about it and it's fucking gone. What did they say about how to raise your consciousness level? They said, okay, so first we'll get into the the one part of it. So they want you to meditate. If you if you don't want, if you don't know how to meditate, I can explain it like I did. You sit there, you get comfortable, and you picture try to picture nothing. If nothing doesn't work, picture a blue sky with fluffy clouds going by. If that doesn't work and you don't get freaked out and your imagination doesn't kick in, you can stare at the imagine sitting at the end of a dock and then sitting and looking into the water. And every time you have an idea, let the idea come. Let it come in, let it go. Let it come in, let it go. Let it come in, let it go. And you just do that until your mind starts to slow down. And then you just focus on your breath. So you breathe in, breathe out. And you're like, just focus on the breath in and out, in and out. And you do this over and over again. Until you start feeling super relaxed. Once you start relaxing, picture like gold light going into your third eye, which is right here, which is your penile gland, which is behind your eyes in your brain, like in the middle of your brain. Picture golden light going there and flowing in there. Once it does that, um, that's supposed to awaken your third eye. Once you awaken your third eye, your other chakras kind of start to like fall in line. And that right there will start to raise your awareness, which reminds you. Where is another for awareness is a synonym for what word? Consciousness. But by doing that over and over again and just thinking. I am here. There's no past, there's no future, there's present. Present. Let go of the ego of I am. And just sit back and be like, I not I am, but what is it? It is. Like I am here, always have been here, and lose the I'm special or I'm weak, all those other attachments. Let those go. And that's how you, something about, that's how you do, that's how you, like, raise your vibration level that way. Oh, I just remembered. So how they say to raise your vibration level is, is people say, oh, I want to get up there. I want to get up there. I want to get up there. I'll get up there. How do I get up there? When you do that, you start putting, like, a physical limitation on it saying I'm not there yet but I want to be up there that sets your brain up to trap you where you are so in order to be and move and shift up to a higher frequency level you already have to think you're up there so if you want to shift up act as if you're already up there and your brain and your body will naturally shift up 
to that higher vibration and you'll see things around you in your life start to change. Yeah. The next thing that I want to talk about is so all this this all has to come from like YouTube videos and things that I read. The next thing that I have to talk about is I was looking at these things and watching these videos about your spirit guides. To which I watched like 10 to 15 videos, okay? I know that's not a lot, but then there's a grand total of like three or four hours. And they all kind of say the same thing, um, that we're all born with guides. Um, typically, we have one. However, some people, like myself, you know, I haven't had like the best fucking life. And if your life is a little rough or a little chaotic, you might have more spirit guides that are assigned to you. Think of a spirit guide as like a caseworker, okay? Or an assistant. They assist you in living and getting through situations. That way, um, so you heard about stories about people having like these accidents or something happen. And this random person will come up and help them. Or tell them, hey, you got to go here or whatever. And then that person like disappears and then they're like, hey, I really want to thank this person. And then that person never actually existed. Like as a fireman or a cop. Um, sometimes in a nurse or in like a hospital, a patient will be in the bed in a bed being nursed back to health. And a nurse will come in, male or female, come in and give them the drugs and the stuff that they need, you know, to get better. And they'll be super awesome. And the patient... We'll go like this. Hey, I want to thank this doctor or this nurse. And they go, okay, what's this person's name? And then they tell them. And then the doctor or the hospital is like, no one by that name works here. And you can look up. This, this stuff has happened before. But that stuff right there, that is your guardian or your spirit guardian doing what they're there to do, which is to help you, help guide you in this world. Because there's a lot of people out there that think that we're here and this is like a, a sentence. We do time, okay? And our spirit guides are here to try to get us on parole, uh, on parole so we can go to a higher level of frequency. Now, your spirit guides, you're like, man, some of you are thinking, I have spirit guides? Yes, and they watch you. They're like Santa Claus. They know everything that you do and they're there with you all the time. And you most of the time you can't see them. So I know what you're thinking. You're like, holy fuck, they're there all the time. So they see me masturbate. They see me do all this other crap. Yes, but the big thing that I have to emphasize is they are non-judgmental. They only want to help you and have you achieve to be your highest and most greatest self. So a personal story after watching all these videos, I was laying in bed and I'm like, I really want to know um, if my spirit guides are actually here to, here with me now all the time. Like they say they are, or is this this full of shit? So as I was going to bed, I did my little mantra that I always fucking do before I go to bed. And uh, it goes like this. I, I say no higher or lower frequency being spiritual or any other type or a lot of my temple. My temple is my home and my 
temple is a home and the property that belongs to this temple. If you are here, you will leave. If you're not, you're not allowed to enter my temple. My temple is a sanctuary for me and my family. My family consists of, and I'll name off everybody in my family. And then I'll say even, and then for my furry family members, which is my dog Atlas, my other dog Piper, and my kitty baby Coco. And I always include them. Now in this particular night, after I did that, usually after I do that, I like fall asleep because I can relax. I said my mantra and I know it works and I know it keeps us safe. So usually after that, I go to sleep. But to that night, I had intent. I wanted to get a sign or something that lets me know that my spirit guides are there watching and helping me. So I go to sleep. I don't really have, I have a dream or so or whatever. And um, I think it was like a sexual dream. I don't know. I slept with somebody. Don't, I, don't ask me who it was. It was nobody I know. So it was just like some random hodgepodge person that my brain fucking made up. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. I've looked into stuff like that. And 90% of the time when you have a sexual dream, um, the subconscious mind, a part of it is not even about sexual desire. It's like part of how your brain operates. Okay. So I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I have this dream. I wake up. I go to the bathroom. I go to sleep. Now, before my alarm goes off, I wrote this down as soon as I woke up because I wanted... It was like clear. There was a song playing. Someone was singing something. I didn't understand any of it until right before I woke up. I started singing this, but and then there was a girl's voice singing in the background. It said, don't be afraid. No, don't be afraid. Baby elephant. Now, I know that sounds retarded as fuck, but it was from the music and how it was singing was like from my favorite Disney movie of all time which is the original Dumbo. Okay? I never dream about that fucking movie. Ever. None of the songs or nothing. So when this happened, I immediately, when I woke up, because right after it said, don't be afraid, no, don't be afraid, baby elephant, I was singing that, and a girl or a woman was singing that. As soon as I said elephant, my alarm went off and I woke up. Instead of being like, man, that was a crazy dream, I immediately had the sensation that that message was for me, for my spirit guide. Meaning, what I had asked the night before, it took them all night because they knew that they'd have the biggest impact for me if they did that right before I got up. So, as soon as I got up, I saw that, and I was like thinking about it. I was like, what the fuck? And I was thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. I got in the car. And then before I left, I'm like, I don't want to forget this. And I put it down on my in, into my phone. Like, legitimate, under my notes, I have that little bit. Like, don't be afraid. No, don't be afraid, baby elephant. Because it had that impact on me. And then after that, the whole day, and I still feel this way, that I, I shouldn't be afraid, even regardless of what's happening or what happens, um, that my spirit guides are here or guide, because I don't know if I have more than one. They're here watching and making sure that I'm okay. 
Now, I know that sounds like spiritual in nature, but you don't have to be spiritual. You don't have to be a Christian or a pagan or whatever, a heathen or Buddha, Buddhist or uh, Muslim or anything like that, or Hindu or anything like that, to have spirit guides. Because according to people that believe this, so I would call them the subject matter experts, every living person that is born on this planet and alive right now has spirit guides that are with them from the day they are born until the day they are died. There has been accounts of people when they're in the hospital dying that they see other people in the room and they're smiling and they talk to their loved ones and they say, hey, I see these people and they say, there's no one here. It's just this person. It's just this person. And they're like, no, no, no. No, 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 there's other people. There's other people. And they're like, no, there's nobody else. There's nobody else. But there is. And that's the spirit guides are there to help guide you. And there's been countless stories about like people having near-death experiences. And... Um, and when they're going towards the light or whatever... Um, these people guide them, and then when you have a near-death experience, there's also people that says, "No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do this. You should turn around and go back." People are like, "Well, I don't want to go back." He's like, "No, it's not your time. What about this? What about this?" So, if it's your time to go, um, they'll guide you on, and you can go on and move on to the next, the next thing. Now, the next thing. Um, According to certain religions, um, you have your like your multiple layers of like your your hell, your heaven. You have all the other things that are in between or whatever, and all that shit. Now, the original idea behind all these things is there were never they're never supposed to be eternal. Meaning, you did a, you built up a certain karmic debt, and then if that lowered your frequency, you go down to a lower frequency. And then when that debt's paid off, you move up. And you move up. So let's say by something, you did something fucking horrible and your your vibration level just tanked, right? So you go like the lowest level of fucking hell. So you're going to go there. It's not really going to be fire and brimstone and all this shit. It's just going to be a lower frequency of things. There's not going to be so nice of beings down there because it is lower frequency. But then you do your time and then you move up. And you move up. And you move up because the afterlife or whatever is not supposed to be a punishment. It's supposed to be like a transition from this state to another state or a state from which we came, we go back to. If that makes sense. And I know... Now, there's some people out there that say, no, they're heaven and hell. They're a real thing. Look, I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I'm saying is I don't think there are what uh, Christians would call heaven and hell. I think they're just a different dimensional plane that happens to be a lower or higher frequency. Because everything in the universe vibrates. Everything. Everything has a vibrational pattern. Everything. Even the shit that you sit on, like your chair, this microphone filter 
the computer and shit that you watch me on, all of it vibrates. And it's 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 just strange. So from that vibration level, so I had a coworker walk up to me the other day, and he was fucking talking to me about. He said he needed help, and I was like, "Okay, cool, bet." Like, what's going on? Fucking talk to me, and we'll get through this. And you know, we'll see. I'll see what I could do. Still no pickle bubbles. What is up? <coughs> Hello, how are you? Welcome to Havoc Bliss After Dark. We are talking, 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 talking. We have moved in from the vibration levels to the paranormal. So I had a co-worker come up to me today, actually, and he asked me, he says, I need help, brother. And I was like, okay, what do you got, man? You know, so when a co-worker comes to me in a time of need and they need help, I'm like, cool, what's going on? He tells me, he's like, I'm going to sound like a fucking crazy person. I was like, okay, try me. You know, because when I hear that, I'm like, ooh, good. I'm going to get some fucking, I'm going to get a really good fucking story. So he comes up to me and he says that he was at home DJing because that's what he does. He makes music and all this stuff. I'm like, dope. Okay, that's cool. What's going on? He says, well, I was doing that and I had a speaker that was playing music, but it wasn't powered. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I had disconnected everything, everything, and the speaker was playing music. My music, it was playing. I was like, well, what is it a wireless? He's like, no. He's like, all my shit's plug and play. I don't do wireless because it's, it's not good. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, okay, so it's not wireless. It's not Bluetooth. Are you sure it wasn't hooked up? He's like, no. There's no power going to it. I looked at it. I was holding the speaker in my hand. It was playing music. He's like, I think that I have a ghost or something in my house that's trying to get my attention. I was like, he's like, and I and I don't really want to talk about this to a lot of people, you know, because I look like a crazy person. I was like, I was like, well, if they don't know that you're crazy already, this will definitely do it. But I'm just fucking with you. I was like, okay, so how can I help you? He's like, how do I get the fucking spirit or whatever the fuck to leave me the fuck alone? I was like sweet oh this is up my alley let's see if i can help you so i said first there's a couple things that you can do the first thing you can do is also thank you for that one bitty ooh 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 yeah 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 bitty 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 okay so i said the first there's a couple things you could do the first thing you can do is you can firmly and directly Tell it to leave. He's like, how does that work? Now, this is getting, this is how I think. So, earlier, I was talking about vibration level, right? So, we're on this frequency, this vibration level. A ghost or a spirit, even angels, if you believe in those, are just higher. So, like, your angels and all that shit is like your higher frequency beings. That's what I think they are. Just higher dimensional beings that operate on a higher uh frequency level than we do and then you got your demons and spirits and everything like that which are lower frequency beings i was like on this dimensional plane or this frequency that we are on we are the rulers we are the ones that make the decisions and stuff like that there are certain aspects or certain lower frequency beings 
that require a little more attention because they're strong. And that's why they're able to interact. However, you can firmly, firmly say, I do not want you here. You will leave my house now. And you're not asking, you're telling. Um, generally speaking, if it's like a, a neutral or even like a, a lesser spirit, boom, they'll leave because you gave them a command. They'll go. If you want to, you can do, and you're Christian or whatever, you can add you can add that to it too, which gives you what all you're doing. So when you pray, it is a known fact, because they've done this at the Vatican, where they have the big massive, you know how they the Pope comes out and they pray or whatever in the Vatican Square, and they have all those people there. They have measured um, the people praying, and believe it or not, when all those people are sitting there praying, they can measure the energy being given off by those people praying. So what's happening is when they're praying, all those people there are sinking their energy level to each other and putting off a vibrational field like what I was talking about that we can measure with scientific equipment. Okay, so when you pray at home, regardless if it's to Allah, the Buddha or whatever, whoever, whatever, God, Thor, or anything like that. When you pray, what you're doing is focusing your energy and your vibration in such a way that you become more powerful, granted energy by the universe, if that makes sense. I know that's like a really shitty explanation, but that's why prayer, regardless of who you're praying to, is so powerful. Because you're literally focusing your powerful brain and your energy into one direction. And it's amazing. So when you do that, and you say, and you pray just for good measure, and you tell the spirit or whatever it is to leave, not, I would say six out of ten times is this going to leave. Now, for this instance, since it was playing music over a speaker that was not plugged in and drawing music from some other place doing it, um, this one was probably a little stronger. You need to acknowledge it. He's like, oh, well, maybe it'll just go away. I was like, no, uh, usually usually they'll go away for a little bit, but they'll come back meaner. So I said, the next thing you can do is, I don't know how much of this stuff that you're into, if you believe it or not, which is it's fine. I Either way. That's okay. Like, no judgment. I don't judge people. You believe what you want. I believe what I want, and that's cool. I won't convert you. You don't convert me. You know? Capiche? So, the next thing I told him that he can do is he can smudge his house. So, what you do when you smudge a house is you need a couple key components, okay? So, this is going to sound a little witchy, but um, these things are based in Eastern medicine and Eastern um mythic science i guess not really science but like the occult okay so what you're gonna need is you're gonna need a small bowl of water a small bowl of salt i told him he needs a hand broom that is hand made the reason i want it to be handmade is because it feels more organic and all that is all this hand broom is is a means is a tool that you focus your attention on which means you're focusing your energy on so what you know, like you see people um who are like Wiccan or do witchcraft or whatever and they have their wands and stuff and you and people don't understand it. 
Now, don't get the wand or whatever that they're using is not actually. It's a they call it a tool of power, but what it is 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 a tool to focus. It's a focal point for us to focus our attention on, and that helps us draw in the energy that we need and are required to do what we're trying to do. Okay, so a handmade broom, and then you want a smudge stick. A smudge stick is regular sage or white sage. I like white sage because I think it's more powerful and more cleansing. And I said the next thing you're going to do before you fuck with the water or the salt or the smudge stick is you need to clean your house from top to bottom physically. Because there's a physical aspect and there's a spiritual aspect. Now, when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm just talking about the unseen, the energy level. So in order to raise the energy level and frequency of the house, you need to clean. Because just as your house gets dirty, when your house gets dirty, what happens? Your house feels icky, right? Because you're lowering the vibrational plane of your dwelling. It's just like when you go out into the world and you run into people. You ever been around somebody and uh, for some reason just being around the person is fucking draining? And you're like, man, like I haven't done shit, but just, I just feel bleh. I feel like I used to have all this energy and now I just don't have shit. Like what the fuck's going on? What is going on, my friends, is that person that you are around is drawing your fucking energy away from you like a fucking vampire. And a lot of times this happens without even them knowing it. And it's just because they're in such like a dark place internally that they draw off your good vibes. Because let's say you're in a real good fucking mood or like all the time you just, you know, you smile, you laugh, you have a good time. Your level of vibration is already up here. So when you run into someone down there, they feed off your energy and they're siphoning it from you. Not on purpose either. It's just, it's, it's, um, non-deliberate. It's like when you, if you were to hook up two batteries together, the correct way, so they don't go boom, one has higher charge and one has a lower charge. What happens? The lower charge battery starts draining the higher charge battery until what? They equal out. So if you are a battery, really, because you have electrons and everything like that fire, firing through you, that's, you know, what's going on in your synopsis and your brain and everything, the electrical impulses, electrics, electricity doesn't move unless it's polarized, okay? So that's why I call, we're a, a biological battery, if that makes sense. So when we come in contact with another biological battery, but it's a lower level, meaning it has less juice, what happens? It starts to drain us until we equalize with them. Now, if they're draining us, that means that they are at a lower frequency than we are. So what's going to happen? Obviously, we are going to get drained and we're going to feel like this. And we're going to feel like crap because we just got dropped down a couple levels down to them. You ever hear the saying? Don't go, don't stoop down to their level. There's a reason why that saying came about it. And it's it's not only because you don't want you want to be the bigger person, but it's you want you don't want to drop your frequency level down to a lower one because it really just fucks you.
Anyways, so what we're going to do is you're going to clean your whole fucking house, right? Top to bottom, you super clean. And I mean clean, clean. Like the cleanest it's ever fucking been. Like you, like it's like your land, you're renting and your landlord's going to come in. And if your landlord comes in and he thinks the house is dirty or she thinks the house is dirty, they're going to evict you on the spot. That's how clean you want to have this. And I know you don't like cleaning, but if you're doing this, you're doing this for a good cause, okay? So once you clean top to bottom, you're going to be like a priest, okay? You're going to take the salt and the water. So what you're going to do is you're going to take the salt because the salt cleanses, right? And purifies naturally. You're going to take the salt and you're going to sprinkle that around or whatever, but you want to save some of it. So you're going to dip your broom into it to clean it and then you're going to you're going to ask the universe or whatever god you pray to to bless your water. You're like, "Well, I'm not a priest. You don't have to be a priest to have the universe or your god bless your water for you. It all is in the power of the intent and the belief. Belief is what? Having belief is believing in something that you cannot fucking see or you can there's no proof of. That's what belief is. You believe in something that you can't see. So with this, you're going to believe that you have the ability to bless the water. Because you do. And you're going to take that and you're going to sprinkle a little bit on your head. Because it's cleansing. You're going to visualize that as a cleansing thing of you. You're going to take your water. Try to have like a, a decent sized bowl. Because you're going to take it and you know how a priest walks around with the little, the little dildo on a stick that sprinkles the water. You're going to kind of use that and flick water and like the corners needs to be the every corner of your house that's what you do corner of your house corner of your house corner every major corner of your house and then you're going to take salt do the same thing into the corner of the house you're setting up the barrier around your house but you don't want to do it you don't have a you don't want to make the barrier all the way yet because you haven't kicked whatever the fuck is in your house outside of the boundary yet. So you don't want to trap that bitch inside your house, okay? So what you're going to do after that is you're going to take that smudge stick and first you're going to purge yourself of all the angriness. I say angriness, but you're going to cleanse yourself with it. So you're going to take your smudge stick is you're going to light it. You know what? I have one. Just a second. Let me grab it. I have a smudge stick. It's behind me. Let me grab it quick. I'll be right back. Well, I did have it. Let me look quick, quick. Okay, I did have it. I'm going to have to ask my girl where it went. Let me, let me text her quick to see if she has it. Where 
is the smudge stick. There we go. Let's see if she responds. I don't know if she's still awake or not. But I do have one. Okay. So you take the smudge stick. You light the end. Um, if it's a legit smudge stick, it's kind of it's kind of kind of be a bitch to light because it's real dense. Okay, so they take they take a, a sage plant and they smash it in and they wrap it with twine. So it's gonna be it's gonna look like a blunt about this big. Okay, and it's gonna be really hard to light. But once it lights, it smolders. Okay, you want to really get the flame up real good, have a good flame on it, and let that sucker burn. Never mind, my dog ate it. Motherfucker. So I'll have to order another one. So what I will do, I'll try to get it, um, have all that stuff ready for the next um, Havoc Bliss After Dark, and I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through how I would prepare um, smudging. But for right now, for right now, I will... Just explain it this way. I'm going to look up a smudge stick as I talk so you can see what I'm talking about. White sage smudge stick. Let me see. Bam. So this is what's crazy, guys. Look at this. This is how serious this is. Look. This is on Walmart, the website, okay? Look, so I can get this shit tomorrow for $20. I can get three of these bitches. Look, it says white sage bundle, one pack. A sage smudge stick for home cleansing. Incense healing meditation. And California smudge stick rituals, four inch. Look, even on a mainstream site as Walmart, they don't hide... What it's for. It's for cleansing, okay? So you're going to light that goddamn smudge stick I just showed you. And you're going to do this. You're going to have it go on top of your head. And then you're going to waft with the handmade broom. It needs to be hand. So my original handmade broom that I had was a handmade broom for the Philippines. And it was about two and a half feet long and really big. I loved it because I believed that it was super powerful because of the attachment that I had to it, because I knew it was a gift from my grandma, and it was handmade. That's what I was told, and that's the story I'm sticking to. So you take that, you light it, put it above your head, you waff it, the smoke will come down over your head and cover your whole body. That is a ritual cleansing. The smoke from the sage wards out evil, bad spirits. When I say bad, kind of get rid of the notion of like good, bad, I'm a bad person. No, what I'm talking about is a lower frequency. So it, it gets rid of that negative energy and cleanses you. When you do it, you can kind of feel like this heaviness kind of go off of you. So once your house is spotlessly clean, you're going to take this smudge stick in your broom. And as it burns, you're going to waff it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're going to waff it into your corners of your house. Every corner of your house, every square inch. That means inside your cupboards, maybe inside your fridge. I know it sounds dumb, but believe me, this shit works, okay? So you're going to do this in every, your closets, every inch of your house. 
And um, usually I get a smudge stick that's that's fairly large. It's the the one that I like to get is a white sage. It's about a foot long. And the reason why I like the foot long is because I like them big. I like them chunky. I like them right. No, the reason I have it that big is because I want as much smoke as possible to almost to the point where I'm going to set the fire alarm off. But I want that smoke to clean and fill every crevice of my fucking house. All of it, okay? Once you know that you covered every square inch of the house as best you can, you're going to take salt. You can use iodine salt. Uh, natural salt works better. And you're going to put a line on every window seal and a line in all your on all your entryways into your house. What this does is you already have the walls, right? So remember when you put the holy water and the salt in each of the corners? That's the corners of the barriers. It automatically goes around the walls because you're going to do the corner. And then from there, you expand it along the walls, like the baseboard of your house, and around the walls. After you've smudged, and while the smudge smoke is still in the air, you're going to put that salt on their window seals, on your door, every window seal, every window seal, and every door in your house. What that does is create a barrier inside your house. The smudge smoke pushed everything the fuck out of your house, and now you're creating a spiritual, physical barrier to where these other things can't come in and fuck with you. I will say that unless you're dealing with something that's really bad juju, 98% of the time, this will handle your fucking problem. And you'll feel it. You'll feel it like your whole house will have like a clean, like a really clean light feeling. And I'm going to explain why this is. Do I still have that open? I do. Um, no, I'm not going to use that. I'll just explain it. So, picture yourself as a white light. A white pillar of light, of energy. Because that's what you are. Your energy, um, you have a corporal form, which is your spirit or your soul, depending on what religion and what you believe. Trapped inside a flesh mech, which is your, which is this, your body. Okay. Like light, the light from the sun, the protons from the sun travel infinitely. Meaning when they interact with the atmosphere, they continue traveling. When they interact with the earth itself, they continue traveling on and on and on and on and on straight through the planet. They become so small and weak. That I don't believe that you can measure it on the other side, but science has said that they continue on and on and on until infinity. So, that being said, picture yourself a white pillar inside of a flesh mech, and above your head, you have this little white light that sticks up. As you walk and you interact with people out there, not everybody's color is as white or as bright or as vibrant as yours. Hell, you could be one of the ones that are walking out there that has a lower level color because you vibrate and operate at a lower frequency because of your mental attitude and 
where you are sitting, sitting emotionally. So as you walk, you interact with these people that are in a bad mood, they're depressed, they're angry, even anger, right? You pick up this dirt. It's like, this is going to be kind of gross, but like I haven't dusted above my monitors, right? So I'm going to wipe. See this? It's white, right? This is you. As you walk, I'm just going to do a couple. This is how dusty my monitors are. As you walk, this is one monitor. As you get closer to people, you pick up filth, right? Now I'm going to do the other monitor. And you keep going. And you keep going. And it builds up. I'm not happy about how much dust I have there. But this is me being real with you. I haven't dusted. So I'm going to dust my keyboard a little bit. The reason why I'm doing this is because you started off clean when you left your house. And before you cleansed yourself. As you interact, see how that is? That is dirty now. I only interact with two things. So depending on the level of negativity of the people that you interact with, it could just take two to start tainting your fucking white pillar, which is you. Your vibrant white pillar, which is you. As you interact with people more and more and more and more and more and more and more, you ever, you ever wonder how you can be in such a fucking good mood, right? You're in such a good mood and you interact with people and you we just walk past people and then like by lunchtime nothing really important has happened but you just feel like you're in like a terrible fucking mood that's because you walked around you walked past enough people and you came in contact with other people's auras that were negative and down that their dirt or their bullshit fucking stuck to you and now your beautiful white light is not so white light anymore it's cluttered, it's hazy, it starts to turn yellow and dingy. You know, it's like that lamp, right? You have a white lamp, lampshade, and no one fucking touches it, because I, you know, unless you have children, then they touch fucking everything. But no one touches a lampshade, and then over time, it gets hazy and hazy. Just like that little lint cloth that I showed you. Over time and throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your year, you interact with people. You, and you know those guys, you know those people that they're never fucking happy and they always bitch about everything. Everything. They could have like the most fucking money on the whole goddamn planet and they're still going to bitch. Just to bitch. Because that's just how they are. That's where their emotional uh, consciousness is located at. So as you interact with these people, they taint your beautiful... Just a second. <coughs> Your beautiful bright light. And you get heavy. And your mood gets heavy. And you never quite get back up to where you were when you first started this grand adventure that you call life. Now when you shower and you're under the water and stuff like that. For the most part it gets some of it off. But some of it's residual. Because it's not physical. It's, a, it's like a spiritual thing, right? It's your soul. When you smudge... It's like you took a Mr. Clean pad and scrubbed your fucking spiritual energy clean. And you become that vibrant white pillar again because of the smudge. 
that's why you feel better. That's why you have you feel lighter on your feet and you just have this like really good feeling. Even if you're not going to smudge your house or you have no need to smudge your house, you should smudge yourself um, minimum like once a month. Once a month you should. It's very good for you. Very, very good for you. And that's so you can get rid of all that BS that you fucking get get when you're out there. Now, that's what I told him to do. And he's like, man, really? I was like, yeah, you're going to clean your whole fucking house. Um, I talked to him again and asked him, I was like, so what's going on with that? And he said that he was going to have his friend, which is a spiritual healer, come over and try to clean the house. Or not clean the house, but try to get rid of the spirit. I took that as the motherfucker didn't want to clean his house and do all the hard the hard stuff himself. He was going to get someone with a little more spiritual energy to do it so he didn't have to do that, which is cool. Sometimes that's what you need. You know what I mean? Sometimes that is what you need to get the job done. I, however, since, yes, it played music, which is kind of hard. That takes a lot of energy. I don't foresee... Me, this is my personal feelings on it. Take a hit or miss. It doesn't most of the time that doesn't mean shit. But I don't think that whatever was is in his house um, is trying to hurt him or is ill intent because it was playing music. Um, generally, generally speaking, some it wasn't like static. It wasn't nasty. It was like his own shit. So I look at it as it was like playful. Now, how I look at that is you can be playful all you want in your spirit. That's cool. Be playful all you want. But, like, my house is, I like to have my house be spirit-free. Uh, for the most part, I like to, if my spirit guys are here, which they are with me all the time, that's fine. But everything else, I like my house to be neutral, clean. Meaning I don't really want influences from higher frequency or lower frequency beings interacting with me. And even if I give a higher frequency being um, permission to interact with me, it's very limited interaction. And I know you're probably thinking, well, this motherfucker's crazy. Um, teach their own. Like, fuck you. That's cool. You can think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that seems like a little bit harsh, but, you know. I mean that with the, like the most positive intent I could by saying that, if that makes sense. So if I give a higher frequency being permission to interact with me, it's usually in my dream. And I say that you cannot physically touch anybody in my household. So that's myself included or my little animals. Uh-uh. You're not going to be interacting that way. If you're going to interact with me and you want to give me a message, it's going to be in my dream. And it's only if you have my absolute highest, best interest in mind. Meaning it's not for your own diabolical purposes. It's not for your own, it's not for the higher higher frequency being's own self-gain. It's my best interest. And sometimes I have some very positive interactions in my dream about, about certain things. I'm like, ooh, why did I dream about that? That's really weird. And um, it could be because I gave whatever higher frequency being uh, permission to do that. 
or you know it could just be my subconsciousness which is most of the time is what what it is anyways so you know there's like this huge gray area and that kind of shit falls down into that stuff um as you can see based off the walmart thing though like the smudge sticks thing is kind of taken pretty serious let's see if i can get a handmade broom normally let's see if there's any occult stores there by me and the only reason i'm doing this is because i need another handmade broom do maps institute of divine metaphysical research that's cool what the fuck? Ooh. Wow, this guy's been inside. This guy's been in business for 35 years. Brother Raham. Well, fields of paranormal and occult. That's pretty dope. So I'll see if he has a handmade broom or whatever. Otherwise, I might just go gather the stuff and make my own handmade broom and then ask the gods to bless it. So when I say gods, um, my gods are like Odin, Thor. And you're like, oh my god, he's another Viking person, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Not the fanciful Viking things not of, of what you see on TV. I'm talking about the real le legit, like... Old Norse gods who are kind of assholes. Like, you don't believe me? Go read the Poetic Edda and see some of the shit that Thor and Odin do. I'm talking about, like, they rape women. They would ask each other to hold the women down so they could have their way with them. Like, real, like, scumbag shit. And I, I don't... I, I could get in trouble for that comment right there alone but i don't stand behind any of that if that makes sense okay none of that shit but what i do see this is the the shit what i do like about about the fact that that's in there is not because of what they're doing but it's the fact that it shows that even though they are deities that they're like they're fucked up they're real you know what i mean like they're real fucking they're real beings so i don't think <coughs> even if you're divine i still think that you would make mistakes and maybe not even on purpose maybe that's just the nature of things is mistakes happen but I thought it was interesting to see that that stuff kind of makes them more personable. So that's who I would ask to help me um, bless my handmade broom. So I don't know if his situation is going to be resolved or whatever, but I have personally had a, had a house... Where I had some bad shit happening. And that was because the people living in the house, i.e. me and... Not to throw too much of my fucking dirt out there, but me and my ex-wife. 
we're negative because we fought all the time. And that negativity attracts negativity. And we were seeing shadow people like peeking around corners and stuff like that because they were drawing power off of the negativity and the fights that were happening in the house. And that got to the point where we'd be talking and we'd see these things like move by our feet because that much negative energy had built up in the house. And you, you could choose to believe me or choose not to fucking believe me. That's fine. I don't care. This, this, that shit actually fucking happened. So what I did is uh, we had gotten to a fight. So her and my daughter went and stayed with her mom. So they left. I took that time. I was kind of pissed. But I was like, whatever. Maybe this is what we need. So instead of just sitting there moping, I was like, I don't like the vibe of this house. So I cleaned. I cleaned that whole fucking house top to bottom and made it to clean like we had just moving in and a little bit cleaner than that. After that, what I did was is I smudged it. I smudged it and I did the salt. The shadow people and the other things disappeared and then they never came back. So my personal experience is, is that shit fucking works. Depending, like I said before, on the strength or severity of what the fuck you're dealing with. Now, if you have like a demon or something, and all a demon is is like a lower frequency being that has gained a lot of power and strength through feeding on fear, electronic shit like that. If you have something like that, you may need to call a professional in to get rid of that unless you have a lot of spiritual energy and you are... Um, very practiced in the arts of banishment and shit like that. I I know it's it's like off the wall bullshit tonight, but it's okay. This is this is like up my alley, and I if you're here and you're still listening to me, obviously it's up your fucking alley too. So if you do have stories like that, or you believe in like the occult or smudging or anything like that, feel free. Um. To drop it in the chat and we'll talk about it because I've had a lot of um, paranormal shit happen. So the thing, like tonight, I went fishing. Um, I live so I live in Alabama, down south. Um, I went. I took my little boy and his friend fishing to dolphin. Or it's dolphin. It's Daffin Island, but everybody calls it Dolphin Island. So we went out there and fished at the West End. I know that's neither hair nor tails, or no, you might not give a fuck about that, but uh, this is just the setting. So we go out there, bring all of our shit out there. We have like this whole fucking routine. We're fucking, we're ready to go when we get the fuck out there. So we get out there and we're just fishing. And we're, we, we fucking murdered it. We got like 28 fish. And you're like, that's past the limit. But so half of the fish we caught are unlimited fish, and the other one, I believe, are the same thing. Unlimited, you can get them out. And they were like this big. Like six, four to, I think six, six and a half, seven inches was the biggest one we got. So they're little cool little fish that like fry. So anyways, we fish, 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 fish from about 435. Uh, I got home around 10, 1030. I didn't even pop on here until like 1130-ish or whatever. So the sun's down. It gets fucking dark. The sun's setting and it's dark out. The kids are running around with the little headsets on, and they're looking for ghost crabs. If you don't know what a ghost crab is, it's a fucking white crab that looks just like the sand. And they run around. They range from like this. I didn't know 
that these motherfuckers get big. Like, there's ones like this big running around, and those bitches are fast. So they're doing all that. There's other people on the beach, and they're all catching with their kids, having going catching these little ghost crabs, and just having fun. So I'm sitting there. I just throw my, my line into the water, and normally how the night has been going is as soon as my fucking line hit the water, I got a bite, and I'm trying to catch a fish. So I threw it in there. Nothing's happening. My girl calls. She's talking to my son, and then he brings over the phone, and we're talking and about all the fish that we're going to have to clean and everything like that. It's been a real good fucking night. Out of the corner of my eye, I see movement in the sky. I look up, and, like, I fucking, I shit you not, um, picture, like, I don't know, like 12 to 15 balls of light like this, but inside of a rectangle really high up in the air, and it starts going across the sky. I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. That's the UFO. I was like, babe. I was like, babe, I got to get off the phone. I got to try to video record it. Now, I did record it, but it's the shittiest video. It's like a 90s video because it was dark and I zoomed in. And you can, like, barely see the fucking thing. I was so pissed. But my son saw it and his friend saw it. And we're, like, looking at this thing. It was fucking amazing. We're like, what the fuck? And we just watched this thing. It's huge. Um, I'm not, like, a mathematician or anything. But my guess is if that thing came down, judging by how big this motherfucker was in the sky, that if it came down and hovered above us, it'd have to been like 2,000 feet long. It wasn't a plane. Picture like a yellowish star, 12 12 of these dots equally spaced out, and in the air, it was probably... Because it was really far, really high up in the air. It was... Six to seven inches. But like way, way, way up there. So my guess is if it would have been flying overhead of us, it would have been like 2,000 feet long. Or something. I, I don't know. It was fucking huge. It was massive. Um, my My son's friend was like... Man, you were listening to something about aliens and stuff. I thought it was just a show, and I thought all this alien stuff was bullshit. He's like, he's like, what was that? Is that a plane? I was like, that's no plane, dude. Does that look like any plane you've ever seen? He's like, no. He's like, man, I'm scared. We should go. I don't want to get probed. I was like, why are you scared? He's like, I don't want them to come back and get me. I was like, I was like, boy, if they're gonna come get us, they would already fucking grabbed us. We already get, we'd be being probed right now as we speak. He's like, oh, that's a good thing. So I thought it was pretty sweet. He'd never been fishing, so that was a first for him. He's never caught a fish. He caught like six to eight fish tonight, and he saw his first UFO. Also, he got to witness the largest UFO that I've ever seen. I've seen plenty of UFOs in my life, but this was the biggest fucking one that I've ever seen. It was it was fucking gigantic. Never seen it. I'll upload the video on on Instagram or or Twitter or something after I clean it up and see if I can make it any better. It's real shitty, but that was the coolest thing that I've ever seen. That was fucking big. And when I was in Oregon a long time ago, I saw something like that, but this was bigger. And it was lit up. The other one was 
dark and the only reason we saw it was because it was nighttime and we we're all outside drinking having a blast and then we all look up and we're like what the fuck and you know we're all drunk and having a having a good time and we see this and we like shit our pants figuratively and it was fucking crazy but tonight we got to see that and i think that's pretty cool i think it's dope that he got to have his um horizons expanded exponentially um by something that was totally out of his control, out of my control, and everything. And I think that's the best fucking way to do it. Like, honestly. So that's that's the kind of paranormal shit that I'm talking about, is that. So if you guys seen anything like that or whatever, and you're here with me now, and and don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. If you just want to sit there and lurk, that's cool. So don't feel any obligation. But if you ever get the the inclination to want to talk about some crazy shit like that, by all means, I am fucking all ears and all eyes. Because I've seen a lot in my fucking life. I've probably seen like 20 to 30 UFOs in my whole life. Um, the closest one that I've seen was probably, if I can remember correctly, probably like 50 foot away. Um, I had windows. Uh, I don't remember seeing anything in them, but the, the memory is hazy. Me and my, me and my buddy saw them when I was like 15 and we saw it. We freaked the fuck out and ran to my house because it was crazy. It was like 50 foot away. The saucer was spinning windows in front of it and we just freaked out because we didn't want to see anything. We didn't want to fucking get taken or anything like that. So we took off fucking running. So that, and I've seen two really big fucking UFOs, but tonight takes the cake. That was the, that was the biggest fucking one I've ever seen. And along that lines is I was watching a couple YouTube shit. And what they said um, is sometimes other people can't see the UFOs. And... They read a comment, which was like my question that I popped in my head. I'm like, why the fuck can't they see that? And the question was that, like, why can't other people see it? And they said that sometimes a UFO experience, even if it's in the sky, is a very personal experience. Like, they do that because they want you or someone specific, specifically to see it. And that's cool. I'll look at UFOs all day. But you know what? Stay the fuck away from my house. Stay the fuck away from me. I don't want to see you in person right now. Like my, my brain is and my spirit is just not ready for that kind of interaction. Like I'd have to see you in the daytime with other people and you'd have to like stay away and just talk to me normally. And that'd have to happen quite a few times for me to be comfortable enough to actually have one-on-one -on -one interaction with you. So yeah, if you're an alien and you happen to watch this, which is fucking stupid, but if that ever happens, like just know that, like don't come in my fucking house when I'm sleeping and touch my butthole. That is not okay. I don't want that shit. And I've already talked about this on a previous episode. Like, if you're gonna do that, why don't you go get a fucking doctor? You know, someone who studies human anatomy. So then you don't have to probe anybody. You can just ask him questions or read his mind. You're like, wow. I know everything there is to know about human anatomy. Sweet. You want to talk you want to learn about um 
our capabilities, abduct the psychic, talk to them. Then you know what our brain's capable of. But like for me, like I like me. I think I'm fairly intelligent, but I don't think that me personally would have a lot to offer uh, an advanced civilization species. And that's me swallowing like all my ego, all my pride. Cause I'd be like, man, I'm a cool motherfucker. I could offer like, you know, you could be my friend. You'd be like, damn, man, having bliss is dope. And I'd be like, yeah, word up, gang signs and all that shit. But like all that ego, egotistical BS out of the way. I'm not the smartest person on the planet. Regular math is kind of hard for me. So the way I look at it is unless I have something locked away in my brain or my blood that makes me super fucking special, like leave me the fuck alone. Unless I set it up on my terms to interact with you. Like I do with my mantra, like I said. Other than that, like... We can meet in a we can meet in a park during the day with other witnesses, and you can stay away and just talk to me like that. I, I'm good with that. We Gucci like that. Other than that, like fuck no, uh uh-uh. uh. It'd be like me walking into your house when you're sleeping and put my face right next to you, and then wake you up and be like, "Hey, buddy, when you freak the fuck out in front of me, and you want to shoot me or punch me, I make it so you can't move, and I say, it's okay." You'll be fine. Do you believe me? Fuck no. You're going to have a fucking heart attack. I mean, at least I would. I'd have a heart attack and fucking die. That's just me being real. Like, I necessarily don't get scared very easily, but that's one of the few things that does bother the fuck out of me is that shit. And I've already talked about that. Um, I had had... Um, some inclination tonight to talk about some more BDSM stuff. Um, it didn't work out mainly because my my son was still awake and I don't want to bring out my bag of tricks and stuff for him to see because he's already a perverted little turd and I don't want to put other like crazy thoughts into his brain. So out of respect for that and all that stuff like that, that's where we're going to be talking about the higher vibrations, paranormal stuff and other shit. I have really been diving deep into this higher vibration stuff, watching all of this and trying to like figure out and peace, you know, because some stuff on YouTube can be critical, uh, credible, especially if it's from like a doctor. Um, some of the stuff that I watch is from like a reputable resource. They're from like doctors, people that have their PhD masters and they're like uh, subject matter experts. Even when it comes to people who are in like the occult and stuff like that, they've been practicing for a long time. To me, that makes them a subject matter, uh, matter expert. But there's also like a bunch of bullshit too. So you got to be careful with what you read. And that comes like down to your own due diligence. Like you have to be able to ascertain what's real, what's not, what's false, what's true. And sometimes it's good to look at things just for face value. And just read it for what it is without attaching a lot of other things. The The biggest thing that I think a lot of people can benefit from is not having expectations about anything. You're like, what do you mean? I'm like, don't have it. This is what I said. Don't have, don't have expectations. 
As soon as you start to put expectations on anything, you are setting yourself up to prove to yourself that either A, people are shitty, the world is shitty, and nothing works out the fucking way that it's supposed to. Even though that's not how the fuck that it works. So you have a standard that you hold yourself to. That's all. That's awesome. I do too. And I still catch myself getting upset from time to time. And it's because the standard that I hold myself to, for the most part, I think is an unrealistic standard to hold other people to because they don't have the same uh, beliefs or morals as I do. And when I hold them to the standard that I hold myself, a lot of the times uh, they let me down. But it's not them letting me down. It's me attaching an expectation to them and then them not feeling and then them. <coughs> sorry. And then they are not living up to my expectation so they don't pass the test. But the expectation is a made up ex a made up stipulation that I have placed on them. Does that make sense? So the easiest way to get through life and be happier is to not have expectations about anything. Anything. And that is actually very, very fucking hard to do. Because you're going to have expectations. And because you label everything. Our brain is constantly like this huge fucking logical machine that we want to have order and chaos, right? We order everything. So as soon as we walk up to the store, like we'll... Picture an ice cream store or something, okay? Just a second. Well, picture an ice cream store. We walk up, and we're like, oh, it's fucking ice cream. Based upon previous experiences, we already, boom, place an expectation on that this ice cream is going to taste fucking good. Even though we've never fucking ate there before, but we've had ice cream. So we walk in and we get our favorite flavor because our favorite flavor has always been good. The expectation is it's going to taste just like our favorite flavor, which is delicious, right? You get it, you take a bite, and guess what? It's not as good as the ice cream that you've had before. And then what do you do? You label that ice cream store as shit. You know why? Because it did not live up to the expectation that you were expecting based upon another place of which you ate, which is not the place that you're at now. And you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? Absolutely motherfucking nothing. But this is this has to go with the whole vibration thing. If so, real since this is all hypothetical, we can rewind, and that scenario that I just said never happened. Okay, boom! You're back in front of the ice cream store. You walk in, and you're like, "Well, this is an ice cream store. This is cool. I've never been here before." Zero expectations. You go, um. I like that flavor. I've had that before. I wonder what this one's going to taste like. Still, no expectations. You get it, and you eat it, and you're like, huh. 
They're like, huh. This isn't the greatest. Maybe it's just that flavor. And then you leave. Now, based upon that interaction, you may go there again or you may fucking not. However, since you didn't have expectations, our odds are that you may fucking go back there and just try another ice cream. Like, who knows? Maybe they just suck at making that ice cream. And you're like, okay, where are you going with this? Once again, nowhere. But now we're going to put it into a context that you actually might care about. So let's say you're at work, okay? And you're single. Be single, otherwise you're a scumbag. So you're at work. You're single, you're working, um, and you look, and there's this... What you what you perceive is a beautiful person, a beautiful woman. You're like, damn. And based upon her outside appearances you're like man I, I bet she's fucking nice and you go up and you talk and it's terrible fucking person you're like what the fuck what the fuck just happened based upon your expectations about the personal experience that you saw with your eyes you attached a false reality to the person and then boom you were let down so now you could have just caught that person on a bad day or whatever but anyways what I'm trying to say is that expectation was there before you even met them. And most of the time, expectations are there, like I said, before you even talk to somebody. You already have an expectation. So when you walk up and they don't meet that expectations, they already failed. Which means you are less likely to give them a chance because they already didn't pass your test that you laid down in front of them. Which was never yours to give in the first place. All those things, all these expectations, and this is why I'm bringing this up. All this shit that I'm talking about lowers your vibration and makes it harder for you to ascend to the highest thing that you can possibly be. Remember those requirements that you need to manifest the life and gain the shit that you want? All these things get in the way of that, of you manifesting the reality and the life and the world around you that you want. And I know that's like a roundabout way of getting to that, but you know, everything's full circle, I guess. So the next thing that I think is important that we should talk about is... This goes with all of this stuff, okay? You attract whatever energy you're putting off. I.e., if you are negative, you're down. Like I said, I already gave that explanation about when me and my ex, ex-wife fought all the time, the energy level and everything that we brought in. That was because of us. We attracted that shit. If you're negative, you're going to attract negative shit. You're going to attract negative people. And the people around you are going to be negative because that's what you're attracting. This also goes with um, the belief systems that you put or superimpose upon your life. Um, after I got divorced, I had this horrible, horrible view of women that they're all terrible 
and they none of them were faithful and all of that. So then I would just look subconsciously for reasons of why that was true. And when you look hard enough that way, guess what? That's what the, that's what you find. That's because that's what you're attracting. Now, if I would have went into that mindset of no, that's just that person, but all all women aren't like that. They're all wonderful people, even though that may be false. I at the time, at that point in time, I probably would have met and ran into people or women that were of the mindset that I wanted. But that vibe, that energy level that I was giving off just wasn't there. It just wasn't high enough. That's why all this shit is important. And that's why I don't like that. I don't like you guys being able to see that. Um, And that's why that shit's important. That's why I talk about it. Because I want you guys um, vibrating at the highest level frequency frequency that you guys can. Because when you do that and you start meeting these key requirements to unlock and manifest the destiny and a life that you want, this beautiful thing happens. Your dreams and your aspirations and all that should start to come true. And that's what I want from you. Same thing for me. You could either do the fucking work and get the requirements or you could live the life of mundane which is going on right fucking now. That, that It's all entirely on you. You want to improve and you want to get better. You need to increase the knowledge up here. You, you work on the body, the mind, and the spirit. And once you get all that forming and going into one direction, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I know this was a little bit different show than what I normally do, and I didn't swear as much as I wanted to, but this these topics that I was talking about is shit that I really, really find fucking interesting. I hope you guys did too, and I hope that um, after you get done listening to this or watching it, if you're watching it, that's cool. It's just me. But maybe I piqued your interest, and you can start researching how to raise your vibrate your vibrate your vibration level to a higher state of consciousness or maybe you'll research ufos maybe if that if you do then then you'll get a more in-depth explanation of one that i possibly can't do because i'm not a subject matter expert um of it you get a better explanation of it and then you too can come to the understanding that I have about this these things that I never realized um, of how powerful of a being that each individual one of us is. I also stay humble and realize that I'm not that unique. Yes, there's only one of me, but scientifically speaking, there's six other people on this planet that look exactly like me. So really... But I find that shit interesting, guys. And if you did too, then I suggest that you hit that follow button and you turn on your notifications. So next time I go live with Having Bliss After Dark, you can be here and we can have a conversation. Now, the next show, I will have set up a little bit better 
we will be diving in. We're going to have a very, very good in-depth discussion, more about BDSM, more down the lines of what I'm, what I know, which is the dom and sub thing. But it's going to be more in-depth than the fact that I'm going to bring my little bag of goodies out here. And I'm going to show you some of the tools. Some of the stuff that's in those bags I have not used. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. But they will be used. And it's going to be great. Because I have like a whole duffel bag of stuff that me and my girl have for when we do that kind of role play. And you're like, well, why can't you just bust it out whenever? Because those things need to be talked about and... Um, respected and all of that. And we'll get into that next time on Having Bliss After Dark, okay? It's going to be real cool. I'm going to show you all this cool shit. Um, if you have stuff like that and you want to talk about it, then bring it up and we'll talk about it. Um, we can we could, we could share notes and learn off of each other. If you think that I can explain something a little bit better or have a different outlook on something that I talk about or something that works for you, I would love to hear it because I'm a firm believer and that everybody that I run into is a teacher and there's always a lesson to be learned, whether it's a good lesson or, an, or not a good, but a positive or a negative lesson. Okay, guys, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to do a little bit more research about some other shit and yeah, we'll go from there. I really appreciate everybody stopping in, everybody saying hello. I appreciate that one bitty, still no pickle bubble, bubble ass, bubble bass. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully, next time I get to see your beautiful smiling username in my chat again. And like I said, if you liked what you saw and you are seeing this offline, Hit that follow button. Turn on that notification so next time when I go live on Happy Bliss After Dark, you can be part of the conversation that we have when everybody is asleep. Hey, I love you guys. This is Happy Bliss. You have a great fucking weekend. This is Father's Day weekend. Um, if you're a father, happy Father's Day, early Father's Day. I hope it's a nice, relaxing fucking weekend for you. Rest. You deserve it. If you're not a father and your dad's still around, wish him a happy Father's Day. You know, maybe take the old man out to get him some coffee and some shit like that. And show him that you appreciate everything that he's fucking done for you. If he hasn't, and he hasn't been there for you, then fuck him. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just me being real with you guys. But yeah, I'll see you next time. The next time we'll be live is Wednesday. It's not going to be my After Dark show. It's going to be a little different. But if you want only the Havoc Bliss After Dark, it's going to be Fridays. Usually late. And we're going to talk about some great shit. I want you guys to have a good weekend, like I said. Peace out. I'll see you next time.